Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Dedication in the face of difficulty. Obstinance despite opposition. Persistence is invaluable in these times. I'm looking for role models of stick to and everywhere I look, I see animals in the face of overwhelming odds against them. Animals persist. We walk into a spider web, and there's nothing we can do to repair the damage. The poor spider is going to go hungry, all because we failed to see the fine, intricately spun lace of its deadly net. Hours later, we return to the scene of the crime. The damage has been repaired, and then some. How do they do it? We can say they have no choice, but that's not true. There is always the choice to give up. What's true is that spiders persist, building and rebuilding what has been destroyed. And then there's this. After time, spider webs lose their stickiness, changing color from translucent white to gray and becoming less and less effective at capturing prey. Then, once a day, spiders eat their webs. Did you know this? Spiders eat their webs, recycling the silky protein and so recouping some of the energy used in spinning. Spiders persist. This month, in honor of the feast day of St. Francis, our Share the Plate gifts are going to needs service dogs for veterans, service dogs that enable our veterans to persist. The American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals posted this beautiful story. Misty LaValle of Erie, North Dakota, had been a soldier in the United States Army Combat Military Police Corps for nearly a decade when she was gravely injured in the line of duty. She was told she would never walk again. Misty brought home a 12-week-old blue healer shepherd mix named Lara and trained her to remind her to take her medicine and to fetch her husband when she needed his assistance. All on her own, Lara figured out how to test the temperature of Misty's bathwater. At one point, Misty lost the circulation in her legs and they began to turn purple. Instinctively, Lara climbed into bed and lay on her legs. Her body heat, her breathing, and her soft fur heated up my legs, says Misty, slowly enough not to cause more pain, but fast enough to relieve the pain I was in. She did this again and again, and then over time, as Misty's circulation improved, Lara nudged her out of her wheelchair and walked alongside her as she played hide-and-seek with her two daughters. Misty says doing with the seeking with Lara 
gave me the motivation to get up and walk, no matter how hard it was or how much it hurt. Laura encouraged Misty to focus on her kids instead of on her pain. And then after about eight months, Laura accomplished what four doctors in two countries could not. Misty Lavallee began to walk. Let me say that again because it feels so good. She says, thanks to my Blue Healer Shepherd mix, I can now walk. Being a soldier, I learned that the words I can't and no are fighting words. And Laura helped me win the fight. Laura persisted, and Misty persisted, and walked again. Fast Company's Harvey Deutschendorf wrote a beautiful piece called Seven Habits of Highly Persistent People. He names persistence as one of the most important factors in success, possibly the most important. He's not talking about when things are going well and we can see progress. Persistence is what kicks in when there are major setbacks and a complete lack of evidence that our goals are any closer. Often the only difference between those who succeed and those who don't is the determination to keep going long after the rest have given up and dropped out, he says. Here are his seven habits. One, an all-consuming vision. Persistent people cultivate a higher purpose, a dream, a vision, and build the muscle to keep it in focus. Two, a burning desire. As entrepreneur Jim Rohn says, if you really want to do something, you will find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. Three, inner confidence. When we nourish a core of courage and conviction, we can be challenged and shaken, but we will not be destroyed. This is about remembering that what others think of us is none of our business. Four, good habits. Jim Rohn says motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. More often than not, we're called to fall back on self-discipline and good old-fashioned grit. Five, the ability to adjust and adapt. This is the case against stubbornness. If we have evidence that things just aren't working, we need to be willing to consider alternatives. The trick is to keep the faith in the ultimate goal while navigating detours and dead ends. Six, a commitment to lifelong learning. Curiosity is paramount. Persistent people continually acquire new tools for their toolboxes. And seven, welcome role models, guides, and mentors. Persistent people can easily name those who have gone before them, whom they admire and emulate, and overwhelmingly, they don't act alone. Poet Lori Clements Lambeth is a model of persistence mirroring that of her beloved dog, Patu. 
I am astonished by the ways in which over their years together they have traded off one leading while the other follows and then switching positions. When Patu came into Lori's life, Lori had lived with multiple sclerosis for almost nine years, which caused periods of numbness, dizziness, and weakness on her left side. Patu is an Australian shepherd. She needs a job to be happy. So Lori taught Patu to help her climb stairs, and she loved it. Lori would hold the railing in one hand and Patu's collar in the other. Patu would surge up the stairs, propelling them both upward. Patu also learned to pull Lori up when she fell and to stand beside her as she rose from sitting. Patu was all sturdiness and stability. And then at an agility class one summer day, seemingly out of the blue, Patu ran up the tall wooden A-frame structure and couldn't make it to the top. She just stopped, unable to gather the momentum to continue the steep climb. She turned to Lori, and Lori knew she needed her. Patu scrambled a little to gain footing, and then she dropped herself over the edge into Lori's open arms, laying each front paw on either side of Lori's neck. It was bone cancer. Lori Clements Lambeth writes, Patu and I both became acquainted with life's flux far earlier than many of our respective species typically do. In my early 20s, I shuffled like my grandmother. In my 30s, I temporarily lost vision and needed tinted, magnifying lenses. In the prime of Patu's life, she lost a leg, lost her job of pulling me up the stairs. All bodies change over time, she continues. After her amputation, Patu's body remolded itself to suit her movement. Her solitary front paw, the left one, angled inward, forming a strong center paw. It grew to more twice its original size. Her back hunched more. Her neck was thicker, stronger. She still jumped to catch air toys in midair and ran faster than any other dog, as though my father would say the other leg had just gotten in the way. Through loss, we both gained access to learning what else our bodies could do to persist in this world, how to adapt to the flow and flux of life. Our mobility changes became for us the norm. Not long after, I caught sight of our reflection as Patu and I first approached the sliding glass doors of a pet supply store, me on a cane, each of us on three legs. I came to simply trust and love what I saw in the glass. Trust, persistence, grace. Eventually, Patu was fitted with a set of wheels that supported her chest's weight as she exercised. Lori Clements Lambeth concludes, one day out for a short jaunt, we rounded a turn and spotted a man heading toward us using a wheelchair. Patu launched into a flat-out run and raced straight for him, nearly pulling the leash out of my hand. The man broke into a broad smile and laughed. The beauty of this moment, which I have yet to fully comprehend, was not lost on me. All beings who persist are whole. 
Beloved spiritual companions, often the only difference between those who succeed and those who don't is the determination to keep going long after the rest have given up or dropped out. May we cultivate an all-consuming vision, a burning desire, inner confidence, good habits, the ability to adjust and adapt, a commitment to lifelong learning, and may we welcome role models, guides, and mentors of all species. May we know dedication in the face of difficulty, obstinance despite opposition. May we know trust and grace. May we persist. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.